0: You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, a recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia.
1: From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. A federal appeals court in Richmond struck down the federal government's longstanding ban on selling handguns to people under the age of 21. Whitney Evans reports. The ruling only applies to Virginia, Maryland, North Carolina, South Carolina, and West Virginia, all states in the Fourth Circuit. The U.S. Supreme Court ruled in 2008 that the Second Amendment protects an individual's right to have and bear arms, but not without reasonable regulation.
0: A lot of the debate now is what's a reasonable regulation.
1: That's University of Richmond Law professor Carl Tobias.
0: That's what the Supreme Court is still working through in the lower federal courts, the same. Here, it's just interesting though this law had been on the books for 50 years, and I don't think any other courts have found the same way as this court did.
1: While a three-judge panel found the age restrictions unconstitutional, the ruling is likely to be considered by the full court of 15 judges. After that, the case could go to the U.S. Supreme Court. Whitney Evans, VPM News. Virginia Military Institute is implementing changes following an investigation ordered by Governor Ralph Northam into allegations of racism at the university. According to the Richmond Times Dispatch, over half of the recommendations outlined in the report are completed or being worked on. VMI has removed the statue of Confederate General Thomas Stonewall Jackson from campus. Jackson's name is in the process of being removed from campus buildings, and art is being recontextualized. VMI's first chief diversity officer began work this month, and cadets are now allowed to lock their doors at night. Of the 42 recommended changes, eight have been completed, 21 are in progress, and seven need more study. Six others would require completion by the General Assembly or other third-party groups. Tuesday night, community members voiced their frustration and anger about the delay in getting construction underway for a new George With High School. As Megan Pauley reports, school board members remain divided about how to respond to a request from Mayor Stoney, suggesting that the city takes the lead on construction.
0: School board member Stephanie Rizzi says community frustration should be directed towards Mayor Stoney. She doesn't see his request as a compromise, but a way to maintain control. Maybe the mayor could have said, hey, let's resource share. Let's work together openly as a team. School board chair Cheryl Burke thinks Stoney's proposal is fair. And she's hopeful the board can at least get on the same page about how to respond to the mayor collectively. Because in order to move forward, we're going to have to sit down at the table. Even amongst ourselves and collaborate. Burke says she's hearing from students who are eager for the board to get the project moving, and she's worried what kind of model they're setting for young people. Megan Polly, VPM News.
1: Students and faculty from thirteen Virginia colleges will collect temperature data all around the state today. The measurements are part of the Heat Watch Project organized by the nonprofit Virginia Foundation for Independent Colleges. The group of citizen scientists hope to clearly show temperature discrepancies in almost a dozen Virginia cities, including Richmond. Past research by the Science Museum of Virginia shows the hottest parts of cities often have a history of racist housing and development policies. Organizers say they hope the research will inspire further examination of heat's impact on health, equity, and more. The Olympic Games start next Friday in Tokyo, Japan. One athlete to keep an eye on is rugby player and Richmond native Cheta Emba. Emma grew up playing basketball and soccer at Maggie L. Walker Governor's School and continued with soccer at Harvard, winning all-academic and all-conference honors. Emma discovered rugby as a fluke and now is one of the leading players on the U.S. women's Olympic team. Ian Stewart spoke with Emba about the game and asked her to explain her position as prop hooker.
0: We're responsible for a lot of the set pieces, scrums and lineouts. Those are the places where a lot of our technical work comes in. And you're likely to find me towards the edges, just working to go forward, establish clean ball. But in sevens, everyone does
2: just about everything. For people that don't know, sevens are a team of seven and you play two seven-minute halves. Is that correct? Correct. So like a total of 14 minutes, so it's over before it starts, it feels like, or or does it feel longer?
0: It feels longer sometimes because the pitch size does not change. You're putting in a lot of meters to cover that pitch with your six other teammates. With sevens, you're playing up to six matches over two to three days. It adds up.
2: With COVID, did you have pause going to Tokyo with the numbers at high or?
0: I mean, we had a big pause <laughs> um, over the past year to kind of um see what was going on with this pandemic we have been taking huge precautions in our local area with the opportunity to go to tokyo i think at least for me personally i know that doesn't slow down one bit for them to open their doors to host us and the rest of the world i mean is incredibly kind and um amazing opportunity. So we have a pretty intense isolation bubble that we've continued. We test frequently. Thankfully, I've been able to get vaccinated and they're steadily sending us information about the protocols that they'll have to keep everyone safe.
2: You've only been playing rugby for about eight years. You started off in soccer and you wanted to cross train. Most people cross train by doing weightlifting and uh, things <laughs> like that. What drew you to um, rugby? Was it the fact that you could hold the ball in your hands? I know you were a goalie, right? Yeah. So, I mean, you could already hold the ball, but what drew you to rugby? The contact?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, no. I think that's a, a big draw for a lot of people. But for me, it was just the opportunity again to kind of open up, stretch the legs be creative in a different way. You know, when you get to college, you start specializing. And I was looking for not only just an opportunity to cross train get that fitness and that hand-eye coordination, but just a different outlet and a way to balance the gifts and talents
2: that I've been blessed with. At Harvard, you got a bachelor's degree in molecular and cel- cellular, I can't even say cellular biology. <laughs> Does anything in that field help you play on the pitch? I think it's
0: helped me understand, you know, that there's so much beyond what you see as that final product. So so wanting to understand or uncover those little aspects that can you know, unlock the game for me, I think that definitely translates.
2: Your first opponent's going to be Australia. What, what are your thoughts on going into this, like the first pool being Australia, the, the team to beat?
0: Um, sevens is a super dynamic game in that you have to show up on the day um, and bring your best and play with whatever the game presents at the moment and execute what we've been practicing for quite some time now.
2: One last question, you're gonna be celebrating your birthday. Yes. Uh, Any birthday wish or any birthday things you're gonna be doing while in Tokyo?
0: (laughs) You just reminded me, honestly. It's been so busy here that I I sort of forgot. You know, I'm just so thankful to be able to do what um, I'm about to do and to be a part of this team and take that stage and be able to play. That's a huge birthday present in and of itself.
1: That was reporter Ian Stewart speaking with Richmond native and rugby Olympian Cheta Emba. You can hear more of their conversation and see pictures of Emba in action at vpm.org.
0: This newscast was recorded on
1: Wednesday, July 14th at 6 p.m.
0: Some of these stories may have changed from the time you've heard them. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at myvpm.